Hello everyone, I'm Ben. I'm uh, Michael. Today we're starting our mini-series on the Rugby World Cup. Who's in it, who's not, who's the ones to watch and who you just shouldn't watch. Don't tune in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, not, we're never going to get a sponsor by World Rugby if you say stuff like that. <laughs> that is true. But yeah, we, we're going to start alphabetically. So uh, Paul A's up today. Mm-hmm. It's a big pool. It's a big pool. Yeah, five uh, five teams in it. It's pretty big. Yeah, yeah, it was as big as all the others. Um, <laughs> but where this pool and Pool B have an edge is they are the only two pools in the World Cup with top five ranked teams in. Yeah, wild. And it's starting off in a big way, Mike. How are we kicking off next Friday night? Is it next Friday already? Yeah, well, it, it, that Friday can't come soon enough, to be honest. I'm, I'm really excited for it. France, New Zealand, and oh, what a game that's going to be. Yeah, I don't think it could have kicked off any better. I think it's probably the best game in all the pool stages. That that's, I see what you mean, and it's it's hard to disagree with you because those are two of the heavyweight favourites going head to head against each other. So you know they could really set a precedent for you know how they go for the rest of the tournament. Whoever wins that, or oh, probably would be one of the favourites to win the tournament because because obviously they are both top four teams in the world. So. It would, it would send a message to everybody, for sure. Oh, 100%. And, mate, I'm, I'm just so excited. France, in France, it is probably the place around the world where rugby is doing best. The top 14 has money coming in. The yeah. French love it. You go, you watch the games in the European or the top 14. Crowds are kicking. I, I can't wait. I, I really can't wait. I would, I would pay serious money to be in that stadium when that first whistle goes off. Like, you could imagine the atmosphere. So, put you on the spot, Mike. Who's going to win it? Uh, as much as I want France to, to win it. Oh, oh no, I'm going to second. No, no, no. Okay. I think New Zealand are going to win it. Just because France have had a couple of late injuries. And I don't know if they're going to have enough time to slot everybody in to those new roles. You know, like Jalibert is probably going to be starting 10 over Roman Antomac. So New Zealand have just been a little bit cohesive for a little bit longer and obviously come off winning the, the rugby championship in the summer as well. So I reckon they'll want to get revenge from when they were made an embarrassment um, in France the last time. Well, I think that's big. I actually am back in France to win it. I think... You've got home crowd. They've got kind of two main injuries, Cyril Bai and, and Tamak, as you say. But like New Zealand have got Frizzell out and he has really come into his own this year. And has, solidified that kind of back three as the enforcer. I just think the crowd behind them, they're, they're also New Zealand's boogie team. If you look back through yeah. World Cups, they just love to knock them out. They do. They do. So, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a cracking start. It, you wouldn't be able to predict this. Like it could go either way, and it's just really gonna who's who can handle those first World Cup game nerves the best and perform on the day. I think that's true. And there are three other teams in the pool. There are. So we we are not just going to talk about New Zealand and France. We've got yeah. Italy, Uruguay, and Namibia. Mm-hmm. I I think the reason why I'm focusing on this first game to start is both teams just play really watchable, exciting rugby and. To yeah. kick off the tournament, it's. I just think it's going to be a spectacle. I'm, I'm going to say yeah. that it's going to be a kick fest, three nil draw win. But, <laughs> but hey, I'm just excited. <laughs> yeah, it, it's kind of hard because when you look at that pool, obviously you're drawn towards New Zealand and France. I think Italy have been really hard done by here. 
I, you know, Italy have strung together a couple of good games. And the problem with Italy is they look good for probably maybe 25 to 30 minutes of a game. They look really good like when they've played in the Six Nations. And obviously they recently beat Wales as well. And they've got this generation of younger players coming through that are trying to redefine Italian rugby. But they have been royally stitched up by getting put in one of the tougher pools this World Cup. Definitely. I think if you put them in pool C or pool D, you're thinking they're going to make it out. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's tough for them. It is. I, I really like how, I mean, over the years, Italy have been beaten down. But in the Six Nations, they've been wooden spooners, kind of almost perennial. For sure. But they, they're still coming out with exciting stuff. Like the brand of rugby they're playing, they're running it from the 22 Mm-hmm. they're trying to make things work and it's just not worked for them recently i think yeah but i really don't think they're that far off being scary i think a few a few moments and and their six nations could have been you know two two wins different i think they weren't mm-hmm. far off the pace and i think any other year i'd love them to have a big upset to beat new zealand or france yeah or, or whoever in their pool. But I just think France at home, you want them to get through. Yeah. New Zealand, the All Blacks just personify rugby. I think it's massive for the game, them getting through. It just means that I don't want them to... Are you suggesting that World Rugby are going to rig it so that the home nation go through and the face of rugby over the past you know, decade and a half are going to go through? Hey, look, I'm not saying it's World Rugby, but I've heard the French Rugby Federation has been doing some pretty sketchy things the last few years. <laughs> Look, we're not going to name names. We're not going to talk about it, but it's all there on Google if you want. Oh, touche. Touche. Yeah, I, I agree. I would love Italy to perform an upset, but I think that hill is too steep for them to climb. But I think I wouldn't be surprised. I would hope that they would comfortably become third in their in their pool. So should we just have a quick chat about Uruguay and Namibia? Yeah, yeah, I think that's I think that's fair. I think we are expecting them to come fourth and fifth. Yeah. There is there is actually a lot to play for for that third slot, which people might not know. If you if you qualify or if you come third in your group, you automatically yeah. qualify for the next World Cup, which is mm-hmm. um yeah, it's pretty pretty big. It's it's a painful Absolutely. process of winning games and tournaments and stuff and Yeah, yeah. I want to avoid it if if possible, so Absolutely. But yeah, I think Uruguay and Namibia, neither neither team have kind of got big stars or or really household names. Um, no. I think when you kind of look at other sports, you don't always need need that. I think if you look at the football Euros a few years ago, that Iceland team, mm. you know, they, they kind of got through and a lot of the players kind of played together and Uruguay are kind of the same. Most of their players play for Peñarol, team in, team in Uruguay. So while they might not have that kind of star power, they do know each other week in, week mm. out, whereas... Okay. A lot of your other teams have got kind of players spread spread elsewhere. So, yep. you know, I, I, I am writing them off, but I'm, I'm trying to try <laughs> to not. Lightly, politely <laughs> write them off. <laughs> <laughs> and, and again, you know, as much as they're trying to fight for that third spot in the, the pool stage as well, Namibia are also fighting for some pride, you know, when they go up against Uruguay and Italy, you know, realistically, they're the competition that they could theoretically beat because unfortunately for Namibia they are yet to win a World Cup game which is a, a pretty rough statistic to to have so we're rooting for them maybe this is their year where they finally get a one in the wing column mate that's that's what we want and I, I kind of think that highlights the gap between so Namibia playing kind of the Africa Cup which 
doesn't yeah. include South Africa, who enjoys the mm-hmm. game, obviously. And you look at the final, they dominated Kenya 36 0. Yeah. I didn't watch it, I'm going to be honest, but I saw the score. Yeah. <laughs> it looks one sided. Right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you think it kind of does show how there are some areas where the game's still got to grow. Yeah. You know, if you're not winning any games ever at a World Cup, I think they six, is it, that they've been in? Yeah, something like that. And it's, it kind of highlights the game needs to globalize more. And mm-hmm. I think that is kind of coming. I think like sevens especially is helping that, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I think, you know, not getting the results, it's harder to get, you know, sponsorships and funding, which then, you know, turns into facilities and coaches to, you know, help propel your, your team forward. So they're kind of like stuck in this little circle at the moment. So we'll have to see what happens with, tier two and below rugby but hopefully we can yeah help grow the game elsewhere because the top is in a good position i wouldn't say in the best position but yeah we can certainly do more to help out the rest but yeah to wrap things up ben how about you give me uh the pecking order that you think after the group stages what is what's the group gonna look like i think the group is gonna look it's gonna go france i think france are gonna come top yeah then new zealand Italy. Do you know what? I'm back in Namibia. I'm back in them this year. Ooh. I think, you know, you know, we've we've been talking about them and I'm I'm back in them and then Uruguay. I think yeah. those first three teams star power. Just you think of the Barrett brothers with New Zealand, you know, yeah. You've got Dupont, Tom Ramos, Gregory Aldry, France, and yeah, Capuzo, Garbisi, kind of Seb Negri, you know. Yeah. You, you can't beat those players if you've not got anyone with star power. So yeah. what, what are you saying, Mike? Are you agreeing or are you thinking thinking different? Um, Yeah, I'm going to have to... I said New Zealand were going to beat France, even though I'm like not 100% sure. So I'm going to switch it. I'm going to go New Zealand, France, Italy, Namibia, Uruguay. I just... I've got this feeling that this is Namibia's year. They're, they're going to pull off something miraculous. I can feel it. Right. So if you're listening, that is the game to watch. If you're watching any game this <laughs> tournament, it's Namibia. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it should be entertaining either way. But yeah, can't wait for that opening night in Paris. I know. I guess you've said that to finish off, but I'm going to ask you one more question, Mike. Oh Who yeah, is, sorry, go on. Who's going to be the player of the pool? You pick one player from that pool, who's going to stand out? Yeah, that, that's a little bit tough. Uh, the first two, the top two teams are going to run away with it. And then they probably will do a lot of rotations for the the other three teams against Italy, Uruguay and Namibia. So I reckon, I reckon Ange Capuzzo, the fullback for Italy, he is one of the faces of Italian rugby. And I think he is going to cement himself there and start creating his legacy in that yeah. 15 shirt. And I think, you know, he will thrive against the likes of Uruguay and Namibia if he plays, but I actually back him to put in shifts against New Zealand and, and France as well. Yeah. And it is impressive that you can be both the face of Italian rugby and Pampers nappies. I mean, <laughs> this kid looks 12. And... He's so talented. He's so talented. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> what, about, what about you, Ben? Who do you think is going to... Be in the in the limelight. Hey, I, I don't think you can look past Dupont, world player of the year, mm-hmm. I think. Well, one year at least. Yeah, he is. He yeah, is. yeah. He is yeah, ridiculous. And you know, I think he in his home world cup is gonna stand up and just look good. I think he's gonna smash yeah. it. No, fair enough. 
Well, for those of you listening, uh, let us know your thoughts. Let us know who do you think's gonna, you know, gonna shine in this group and who's gonna take that top spot. Uh, obviously, the winners, the teams that come one and two, are obviously gonna face the top two of Group B, and so they're gonna probably have a pretty tough matchup either way. But they'll probably just want some bragging rights to get that first win. Yeah, and no spoilers because we want you to listen to. Group B to see who's in it. Yeah, yeah I deliberately didn't say their names. <laughs> but I think that wraps about uh, wraps everything up. I think it does. I think it does. Well, thank you, Mike. And thank you to everyone who's listened in. Thank you, Ben. Thank you.